Check out this quote by A.W. Tozer. Were we able to extract from any man a complete answer to the question, what comes into your mind when you think about God, we might predict with certainty the spiritual future of that man. Were we able to know exactly what our most influential religious leaders think of God today, we might be able with some precision to foretell where the church will stand tomorrow. I believe, and this is where we connect all this with Colossians and this great hymn, I believe that we can know what men think. I believe that we can know what influential men think. I believe that we can get to what they know, what they understand, and what they believe according to the scripture. You know how I believe we can know that? Simply look at their songs. Look at their songs and you will find out what people believe. This goes for secular and sacred, by the way. This goes for secular and sacred. Listen to the songs on secular radio and you will know what the culture actually believes. You will know what the culture actually believes. It may be a muddled mess of nonsense, but they believe it. Okay? And sadly, it might be a muddled mess of nonsense on Christian radio too. And that's the problem. We believe this confusing mess. So... Starting at verse 15 and 16, here's what we're going to see about this song. He says, he is the image of the invisible God. Who is he in this? Jesus. He's been talking about Jesus the whole time. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Now, if you were a songwriter and you were writing lyrics that had really good themes, this would be your go-to. This is what you go to, because here's the three themes we just saw. Number one, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Try to capture that in song lyrics. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Number two, he is the firstborn of all creation. Now, capturing that in lyrics is wonderful. Explaining it to a 21st century audience is necessary. Number three, all things exist by him and for him. By him and for him. So, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Turn with me in your Bibles to John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 7. These are the words of Jesus himself, and he was talking to one of his disciples who really wasn't getting it. His name was Philip. His name was Philip. His name was Philip. So, did Phil do a good job in worship this morning, guys, or what? Yes. So, Phil, this is just for you, okay? If you had known me, you would have known my father also. That's a pretty powerful statement there. The question, of course, that we always have to ask is, how? What do you mean, Jesus? How, how in the world can I know the Father by knowing you? That, that's not making sense to me. He says, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. How's that possible, Jesus? Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it's enough for us. So hold on, what was that first verse? He said, he said, if you had known me, you would have known my father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. And Philip goes, just show us the father and we'll be okay. Verse 9, Jesus said to him, you're an idiot. No, he said to him, he said, have I been, well, kind of, have I been so long with you? And yet you have not come to know me, Philip? Look at this line. 
He who has seen me has seen the Father. Again, Jesus is saying some really funny words here, but we're asking, how? How does this happen? He says, if you'd known me, you would have known my Father. From now on, you do know him because you've seen me. Okay, how's that possible? He who has seen me has seen my Father. How is that? How can you say, show us the Father? Jesus responds to Philip. Verse 10. Do you not believe, these are Jesus' words, what a powerful statement. Do you not believe that I am in the Father? Look at that line. It's the same way that we're saved, church. In Jesus Christ. That word in needs to be highlighted in everybody's Bible because it is a powerful word. Without it, you get all kinds of strange meanings. If we are elect in Jesus Christ, but you remove in We have all kinds of doctrines that don't make sense. But when you have in, you all of a sudden see the ark. You see the instrument of our salvation. You see how salvation comes to us. Same here. I am in the Father. And look at what he says next. And the Father is in me. But he doesn't finish there. Right? He says, the words that I say to you, Look at this distinction. This, is, this just kills me. I, I don't know how to wrap my mind around what Jesus is saying here. He says, the words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own initiative. That's an amazing thing. You see, what we have here is Jesus as the image of the invisible God. He told us that. And the reason why he's the image of the invisible God is based on his words too. Because the Father dwells in him and he dwells in the Father. There is cosmic community from the beginning. Do you know God did not create us because he was lonely? He didn't create you because he just didn't want heaven without you. Right? It's a nice lyric. It's a nice lyric. This is not true. Right? He created you because he's a creator. He was in community. He's fine. Okay? He created you because he is God, and that's what he does. He is a creator. But what we need to get through in this song is that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. You want to know what the Father looks like? Look to Jesus. You want to know how the Father loves? Look to Jesus. You want to know how the Father would turn tables in a temple? Look to Jesus. Jesus. 